Yes, people, good evening to you all. Hope you're all well. Welcome back to Football's 12th Man Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Potts, and I thought I'd bring two legends on with me today. One, Tapping Tobes, and two, Dan Lawless. We have a Tottenham and a West Ham fan that get on, but you wouldn't know it on some streams, trust me. Um, Toby, how you doing, bro? I'm great, man. Um, I'm good. It's Friday. Burner Boy's new album came out, so I'm living life. Yeah. I'm going to pretend to know who that is. Uh, Lawless, how are you, man? How do you not know who he is? Fucking hell, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know who that is. I know who that is. Um, but, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Been been just doing a watch-along for the preseason game, seeing the youngsters flourish. Hopefully, wait and see Dan Potts come on the pitch, actually, because uh, we do have a Dan Potts who's on the bench right now for West Ham. Do you? Yeah. Steve I know the one who plays for Luton, the left, the left back from Luton. I knew him, but I didn't know there was another Dan Potts. Yeah, we got a Dan Potts. His dad. Wow. Dan played, is he? Is he? So. Is he any? Is he any good? Does he, not, does he not listen to Burner Boy as well? He's not breaking. He's. I think. Uh, yeah, he probably probably hasn't listened to Burner Boy. He's he's not sitting there, you know, marking his calendar for his album and counting, checking off each day and going, oh, it's it's Burner Boy's release day for his album. Who told you I was doing those just just because I said, (laughs) oh, his album's come out? He was like, yeah, but he was like, oh, Burner Boy's album's out today. I'm so excited. It's like, it's like, I remember I used to get excited for album releases like back in the day, like not 2022. Sort of, you know, Toes is into his know. music, man. Let, let, let's, let's, allow, let's just allow Live it. Let's just allow it. He's into his yeah. music. Lawless, let's start any with you, man. Lawless, let's start with you, man. You're 2 0 up at the moment. Is that right? Yes, 2 0 up. What's been going on? Talk to me. How's the game been? Yeah, yeah, no, it's been good. Like seeing the you know, youngsters been really good. Oh, bloody hell, <laughs> it's just a pot of trots just flying out. Yeah, it's, it's been like one of them games. It's a preseason game, isn't it? Like. So it's not exciting. There's no stakes. But at the same time, you want to see quality in the youngsters or new signings. None of our new signings are, are playing today. Um, so we didn't get to see that. But I've got to see some, some quality youngsters in there, which is what Who were the want. guys that scored for you, man? I can't lie. I've never heard of them. Uh, Elise and Mubama, which Mubama is a player who is an under-18s player who not many West Ham fans knew of. But because Sonny Perkins has left West Ham, our under-23 striker, when Antonio comes off, we literally have to go to the under-18s to get a striker. We're that starved of strikers now. So, yeah, that's how that's how you know bad things are and how badly we need the striker because, boy, Antonio's oh, coming off. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> what? How long have we heard this? How long have we heard this? Mate, thank you, Potts. They've needed a striker for like two centuries. Just get one already, man. What the hell? <laughs> well, listen, tell Moyes that. Don't tell me. Tell Moyes. I'm I'm waiting for him. I'm dying for it's him. Gonna, to... It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna finally it's gonna finally happen, Dan. All right, come on. This is this, this has is been too a, long. Listen, now. apparently, Brozier is close. here. We go. Brozier, here we go, Tobes. This this will be funny. Who who is Where's it now? Source? Come on. Where's the source? Brozier. Wallahi, trust me, bro. That's the source. <laughs> listen, it's Brozier. Brozier's is the all right, Tobes. I swear it was you. One of you lot was like praising up the athletic and how the athletic is reputable. Someone else being too. When did athletic. I say that? Someone I was speaking to, I can't remember if it was for in uh, from this group or another group, but anyway, they said that yeah, we're pushing for for Broger. Broger's maybe looking to leave because they ain't taking him on the US tour. So when we're willing to pay like forty mil for Broger, so it could happen. That's what I'm you saying. Ha- so you, you you'd be happy with that, Lawless? 
Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd definitely be happy with with Broja. Yeah, I like him. He might not be a striker that's going to come in off the bat and be banging in every week, but I think there's a lot of potential there for him to grow, and I think he'll suit us and really give Antonio some competition for sure. So, yeah, I, I'd definitely be excited. Hopefully we can pull up. It's going to be a tough one because Chelsea just being long, like when it comes to their their players, you know, whether it's selling or buying. I just want to... Get that down, and they're going to try and press the rice thing, but we're not selling rice. If they try and get petty, none of this tit for tat business, like, well, you give us rice, or we won't sell you our player. It's like we're trying to give you money, mate. Yeah, but they're, they're well within their rights to tax you for Brujon. Simple. Yeah, but listen, we're trying to think... we're, 40 mil is good, isn't it? It's good enough for them. Do you think that would be a good signing for West Ham tops? Brujon, yeah, I think it would be. Um, I think obviously he's still got, he's they're still more things he needs to do in his development but he's young i feel like that's a striker that they can actually build up build off for the next couple of years yes. yeah i agree um i must admit i looked at, i looked at him and for southampton i thought mm, this this guy has got something and yeah. i think it would be a good opportunity for west ham because you can't rely on antonio again man like i know don't get me wrong he's a good player but at 32 33 or whatever he is now you need someone who's going to be in front of him, not just back up. And I was worried when you said, Lourdes, a few weeks ago that you thought Moyes might get a backup centre-forward behind Antonio. I don't think you can go down that road. It should be, it should be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the case still, Lourdes? I don't think it's... I think if he gets Broja, I think if he gets Broja, he will definitely put a lot of... He'll, 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 he'll push him to be the number one, but he won't just come in and be number one, but I think he Broja will be his guy where if you don't get Broja, you'll probably be happy to get a backup in, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to say. I hope not because I, I think Antonio, if he's not playing the amount of football he was playing last season, I think he will be very good. I think he was just well overplayed last season. Yeah, no, fair play, man. Um, get him Broja and then do a rotation thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, like big time, like between all of all the competitions, and Brozier's young enough to to play those extra minutes and stuff like that. That would be a, that would be a signing I'd get hyped over um, for sure if we can pull it off. But I think that's a, it's one of them ones. If it happens, it'll probably happen towards the end of the transfer. Yeah, window. I agree. I agree. It'll I think it'll be of... Chelsea will sort their stuff out first, and then they'll realize actually we we can't afford to take the money for him and, and go for it. Let's talk about a couple of players, uh, Lawless for West Ham first before we move on to Arsenal's game today and Arsenal's rumors, and then we'll go on to Spurs. Um, Lawless, you are linked with the Villarreal guy and you've got Flynn Downs, who was at Ipswich a couple of seasons ago, highly rated, went to Swansea, am I right in saying? Yeah, Swansea, And then you've got yeah. him now. What, what do you make of that signing, bro? Do you know what? It's one that just come out of the blue. Like, we don't usually yeah. get these signings out of the blue like that. We don't usually, it don't usually happen. Like, we hear about it and then it's done, like, within, you know, a few hours. He was supposed to be going Crystal Palace. They had shirts printed with his name on the back of them. Uh, all of a sudden, we just come in and sign him. And um, from what I've seen, from what Swansea fans are saying, and from what I've seen of him, it looks like it could be a very, very good signing for the long term. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a fact. I, a fact. I, you know what? I, I, I think, yeah, I think it could be a big signing in for the long term. I think from what I look, his intensity and his passing ability could be a big improvement in that midfield next to Declan Rice. I think he could learn a lot of Declan Rice. And I think him playing alongside him can give us a lot there where you've got someone where Suchek isn't a, the best passer of the ball. You have Downs in there who can... I know, Toby, Toby rates him. Toby rates Suchek. 
<laughs> listen, best player in the world. Best player. Listen, Suchek's got qualities, but passing isn't one of them. So you get Flynn oh, really? Downs and you can. Wow. I thought you, the, I thought one of the best midfielders in the league should at least be able to pass the ball. One of the best. Listen, I'm, I'm I'm saying he has strengths and weaknesses like every player. Okay. He's he's better at just. You all right, know, bro. All right, bro. Yeah. Lawless, do you saying. still think he's better? Do you still think you'd have him in a one to eleven over Ben Tanker? You know what? Listen, Ben Tanker, he had a little purple patch here yeah, when they signed him in January. Let's see him over a season. Let's Man see him over. Patch. This is a seasoned, a seasoned international, bro. Man said Let's purple see. patch, but that's all I was, I'm not even gonna speak on this debate anymore. The real people, the real people know us what, so it's cool. <laughs> yes. Listen, well, we'll see. We'll see. But listen, Finn Finn Downs, he's gonna be the guy that we'll be comparing. I think not straight away, but I think there's a lot of game time for him to have this season. And I think he'll only improve under Moyes and the coaching staff. So yeah, I'm 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 definitely buzzing about that one. He's a West Ham boy. He grew up, you know, his parents support the club. He was going to Upton Park, all of that stuff. He gets the club, you know, he's got the passion side to him. He just and he, he seems to have the technical ability there. Apparently he likes a yellow card, so that's the that's maybe a bit of a downside. But yeah, hype from that. Dan Juma. I don't. I can't say if that's going to happen. It don't look like it. I don't, really, it looks like Moyes don't fancy him. Moyes is just starstruck by Lingard. He's so obsessed by Lingard, and Lingard is just dragging things out. He's doing his TikToks, all of that stuff, and just enjoying it. He's having the time of his life this summer and just <laughs> getting about football. Which I just don't know how I feel about Lingard. I don't know, man. I'm in two minds. Mate, um, he's, this he's, shopping, he's shopping himself round to. Everyone, um, he's he even is. gone to America to hear. I've already went to America to hear pitches and stuff. Listen, I, I'm all for that, man. The power is in Jesse Lingard's hand, it's his career. He doesn't have to conform to what people he doesn't have to conform to anyone's what standards. What does that say if you're shopping yourself to a to a to a poor league like MLS? It says that he's it says that he's 30 years old and he wants to check and he also wants to live life. That's what it says, yeah. Like he's not, but that's what I'm saying, mentality wise, right. If you're looking to go, do you know what? I want to get back into the England squad. I want to be playing at the highest level. I want to prove myself. Well, you're going to say it's the Premier League. But if you're looking okay. to, like you said, get a check, enjoy your life, live in a sunny you know, climate and all of that stuff, then you choose MLS. So that tells me that maybe he's not so serious and he hasn't got the mindset anymore. And he's I mean, he, out. he played for England. <laughs> yeah, I think you make a fair point on that, but... He can also say, "Listen, I've already been capped for England. I scored at the, I scored at a World Cup for England. Um, I scored. Didn't he score in a knockout game for England, or was it group stage? I can't remember. I think it was group stage. But he he can say that. Listen, he can also say, yeah, the chances of him getting into the England squad are kind of slim right now. When you look at when you look at the pool of talent that's available, um, if I want to get the bag, it's my last big contract. Let me make sure that it's fruitful and let me make sure that I actually enjoy it. So I can't begrudge Jesse Lingard for going to for taking the the easier and less less mentally stimulating option. But yeah, you're right. If he actually does have aspirations of wanting to be in the England team, then yeah, he's making the wrong move. Which I think he I could think... get in there. He was on the cusp like when he was with us and you know, I think the I think this Lingard thing is is a madness with his wages. I don't care where he goes, if I'm honest with you, because I think he's a player that will will easily get a club. But this 180k a week thing, I, I don't know. I have, I have issues with that. 
I have issues with that. I don't think this guy's worth that much. I don't know what your thoughts are. Would you be happy, Lawless, if he come to West Ham? You paid him 180k a week. No, because he apparently Crazy dropped money. his demands to 150. Wouldn't that be your t- your highest earner? Yeah, yeah, he would be. Even at 150, he'd be our highest earner. Um, you know, which is too it's it's it's, it's silly. And people say that oh, it's a free transfer, so it, it don't matter. But it does matter because of you have a wage structure. And you have a dressing room where players are all getting paid a certain amount. And then they see someone come in who maybe isn't as good as them or hasn't put in the graph that they have to get to where they are, getting paid more than them off the bat. It, it upsets people. So I would rather pay him 100K or 120 max, give him a little signing on fee or a performance bonus. Like to me, that, that makes more sense than him coming in and going, I want 150, 180. Like, You'll get he, what was he getting paid at, at Man United like 75 80k a week? He's getting 100 grand a week at Man United. Was it 100 yeah. grand? I thought it was just yeah. less than that. Someone no, was definitely getting 100 grand a week, but like yeah. I don't begrudge him for wanting a, an upgrade on his contract, and I also don't begrudge him for wanting a payday for his last. This is this will be his last big contract because nobody's That's offering just nobody's offering Jesse Lingard big money in three years' time, yeah. So he wants to make sure that he maxes out how much he can get so i don't i don't even i'm not even mad at him for asking for that if no one pays it what's the point in asking for then you you say no one's going to pay it but if he's a free transfer his his thought process is maybe the money that you're saving in potential transfer fees just use that into my wages there there hasn't been as much as there's been links with spurs with everton with newcastle with us no one seemed to really gone and said we're going to pay you what you're asking we're going to slap down the 150 we're going to slap down the 180 so there's no one really calling out to pay that money. That Dybala comment is, well, I heard Dybala's asking for 100K net. So that would mean that he would probably be on around 190 to 200 grand gross. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard the Dybala stuff and um, we'll, we'll come into that another time. But um, just lastly, Lourdes, before we move on, this, this Dan Juma thing, like, what, what's the likelihood there? Is that, is that something you reckon you'll go, go in for again? I think it's slim. I think he he wanted to come to West Ham. His agent was offering him to us. He seemed interested in it. There was a bit of interest from us, but I think it was the board were more interested than Moyes. And apparently the board were trying to convince Moyes to sign him, but Moyes was unconvinced. There's all these rumours about him not having the best attitude, um, which from what I went digging deeper, it seemed to just be that he is someone who likes to win and if he feels players, his teammates aren't putting in 100%, he'll let them know about it, um, mm. to, which is weird because, I, to me, when I hear that, I think, well, he's, that's a better attitude than someone like Lingard, who is just out for, like, obviously the last payday and, and a holiday and things like that, where you want someone that's desperate to win. But Moyes seems to be unconvinced. And this is the thing. Someone asked about Vlasic. Look what happened there. Like, Moyes just did not fancy him, did not really give him a chance. And now we've got a 25 mil player that just I don't know what how much we're gonna get for him, but there's definitely I can't see him getting a chance. So mm. as much as I'd like to a lot of our fans would like to see Dan Juma, we don't want to sign another player for big money that Moyes isn't gonna really play. So that's my worry mm. there. But I don't think it's gonna happen, to be honest, unless we're desperate and no one else is there and we just go back in for him. <laughs> Cool, man. Two cool comments before we move on for you, Lawless. One is Dan Juma or Bro or Broer. Who would you rather Broja, have? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Broja, like yeah. need that striker. Prem, you know, obviously he's he's scored goals in the Prem. Dan Juma obviously didn't score any goals last time. He's a bit more of a known quantity, but I think Dan Juma's quality. But Broja, yeah, for sure. Dan Juma looks good. Yeah. 
looks good. Yeah, he does, to be fair. He does. Um, Why does everyone keep saying I'm sleeping? I just do this. I'm listening. I'm yeah, sleeping. what is that about? Yeah. It's like you're, it's it's like you're, you're like an artist. You're listening to the new beat your producer's made. And you're no, looking no, down. no. I'm just it's listening to Burner Boy, isn't it? It's because the position <laughs> I'm... <laughs> you lot idiots. It's because the position I'm placed now, it's like, like I'm looking downwards as opposed to looking upwards. So, oh. Yes, like this, like now when I'm watching this, I can see you both on the screen, but it looks like I'm sleeping. I'm literally looking at both <laughs> of you. It's calm, man. It's calm. Uh Lourdes, what will happen with Vlasic? I think that's a good question. I, I think you'll go I think you'll probably go out on loan. I can't see us anyone paying anywhere close to what we paid for him. Um so I think a loan is likely. He was linked with a loan to Italy. I can't remember one of the clubs in Italy. Um, I would like to see, I think, a loan move for him in one of the clubs that got promoted, like Nottingham Forest or something. I think that would be good for him. I think he's a, a decent player, and I think he just needs to be in a team that needs him, and he'll be guaranteed to play week in, week out, and I think he'll come good. So I think he will go on loan, and we won't sell him this summer. Bit of a strange one, man. There's a lot of money, to be fair, for the, for what has happened with him. Um, and a super chat from Adela. Big up yourself, mate. Thanks so much <laughs> for the super chat. Uh, Broa and 50 million for Declan Rice. Oh, man. What's the thoughts there, mm. Lawless? Can you imagine? No, because I don't know. Like, That's a good deal. That is a good you deal, say I that, think. But you, you say that, see, but you might as well be saying to be 90 million for Rice. Yeah. That's astronomical money for Rice. What? what? Oh. Leave it out, man. Leave it out. Wait, how much do you think he's worth? We want this is what we want for rice, yeah. No, no, no. We're, okay, we're cool. want in a hundred, like 120 mil. Minimum. No one's paying that for Declan Rice. But then don't Nobody. pay it. But then don't yeah, pay you're it. right. No, you're right. You 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 have every right to demand that, but nobody's gonna pay that for Declan Rice. Yeah, like you what did you turn down for Harry Kane? Apparently, they didn't even make a bid, but yeah, I told you the price was 150. So the price yeah. was 150. There you yeah. Yeah. There you but, go. I mean, I mean, there's way more justification for paying 150 for Kane than there is 120 for Rice. Way yeah, more. It's all it's all relative, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, I don't think Kane's it's relative. Though. You're paying you're paying 150 million for goals, guaranteed. Like, he's the proof is in the pudding. How much do you think I he is worth, then, Lourdes? I know you say you want 120 as a club, and of course you will, because you're going to go over the odds. But how much? Because I think 90 million is a is a about right, is it not? 90 million like, is that's about, maybe it's about, it's about 20 million too much or 15 million too much. Declan Rice is like a seventy-five million pound player, man. Yeah, I, I, I tend to. I think tend he's to really good. Tobes, yeah. I, I, I really love good. him. I think he's wicked. I think I he's think really he's good. But come on, like we're, we're, it's just getting silly now. One hundred and twenty million for a. No, but for we a, don't want to sell him. We don't want a hundred um, industrious midfielder. What the hell? But we don't want to sell him. We don't want to sell him. Tobes. I'm not saying you should sell him. I'm not saying you should sell him. I'm saying that that price is that price is it's evident that you don't want to sell him because nobody's like, going to pay that price. Tobes, like look at it, no look at it this way. If you've got your car, yeah, you love that car. That car is everything to you. It's got personal, you know, value in it. And someone comes and offers you, like, market value for that car, you're going to say no. Like, it's going to take more than market value for them to convince you to, to prize you away from that car. Like, Yeah, and I think, more than, I think more than market value is, like, 90 million. That's more like, than market value. This yeah, is a player that we've got to replace... And then some, like it's we we can't just buy one player and replace. I hear you. I hear you. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I get your perspective as a West Ham as the club. I get it. But what I'm saying is, other clubs are not going to pay that for for Declan Rice. They're not going to pay. Like if if Grealish was a hundred mil, Rice should be more than that. Why? 
because he's he's a more important player than Grealish. For Man, it, it's relative. It's for it's for Man City though. But the point I'm making is this: Jack Grealish, yeah, was overpriced. One Jack Grealish was massively overpriced. Yeah, but I'm just saying. And you say, right, and Lord, as you say as well, like Grealish, uh, Rice is more important. But I would say Greedish was as important for Aston Villa as Rice exactly. is for West Ham. He was important. I think he was more important for Aston Villa than he, than than Greenwich. Than no, only than because Rice they him. built their team around him and made well, so, his made him so important. Exactly. So he was a, he was more important for their team. So the, so he was more important for their team, and he's an attacker. He's an attacker. He's actually putting up. He's putting up. He's putting up numbers. You're gonna pay more for it in the market. You're gonna pay for more for attackers than you do for midfielders. And yeah, but you're not. You're not just getting a midfielder. You're getting a captain. You're getting a leader. You're getting but all of those. So, things so a Man City and they overpaid. Who? Who? What? Grealish is a leader. No, he's not. No, Grealish was Aston Villa's captain. Yeah, he was. A, he was their captain just because he was their best player. That's the only reason he was their captain. But it was no, actually, nothing to show that he was actually a good captain and the, the duties of a captain and had that leadership value he was just happened to be their whole thing was pastor Grealish pastor Grealish all I'm that saying is this all I'm saying is this Lawless I completely get your point of view yeah but if you were me and Potts and you weren't a West Ham fan yeah you would be saying no one's paying that for Declan Rice that's me mental money no one's paying that for Declan Rice you can ask it yeah. you can ask it because you want to price that's you're doing the right thing you're pricing them out of the market so others can't steal a march and get your best player but see, to be fair, it's similar because exactly it's similar to what you did with Kane. Because actually, you did you did price him out. Because otherwise, City would have gone gone in. We're one fifty. We don't care about money. They priced him out because they didn't think he was worth that much. And to be fair, they've got the better deal now with the Haaland situation. So I think it's quite similar in a way. I think you were asking yeah. over the odds for Harry Kane. I think West Ham will ask over the odds for Declan Rice. I think the difference is, I do I do think Declan Rice wants to play for Chelsea. I do think he does, and I think that because he had that. Um, He's obviously come through there with him and Mason Mount were really close. I do think that he probably will go there one day. I don't think he'll go this summer. I really don't. I think he'll stay at West Ham. But he's not going to be there forever. Like, I, I don't know if you agree with that, Lourdes. Is, do you think you can keep Declan Rice? No, like obviously there's certain things that need to happen like for, for that to even be a possibility. And it's going to be us getting Champions League football or mm. winning something. Like you, We have to try and match that ambition or show him in the transfer market and bring in quality players and see there's progression and go, do you know what? I could be here for maybe another three years and see that there's progression. Um, mm. Phillips, uh, Rice, I'm telling you, Rice is so clear of oh, Phillips. Look, look what happened. Um, what was the game? England got battered. Was it hungry or some shit like that? Yeah. You had Phillips in the side, but who was the key player that was missing? Declan Rice. You had Declan Rice in that side. That result don't happen. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like Calvin Phillips actually, but I do, I do think he's. Yeah, I, like I do think Phillips. Rice is better. I like Calvin Rice Phillips. Is better. I, I, I think Rice is. is better. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yes, yeah, 100%. I, I just think we 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 put that price on Rice because we don't want. If we wanted to, if we wanted to sell Rice, we'd go. We need to put a price on him that people are going to pay. Otherwise, we're not going to sell him. But because we don't want to mm. sell him, it's like. Here's the price. This is the only price that we're going to consider. And people go, well, I'm not paying that. Well, good. Fuck off. Um, well, exactly. That's, that's the point. You're pricing, you're pricing them out of the market. But then the, yeah, the, the, the downside of that is um, teams don't come in for him. And then obviously you get more years, but you potentially lose out on money because let's say he runs, how many years has he got left in his contract? Three years? Two years? 
I think it's two, but an option for a third. Okay. If I remember so rightly, it, so, one an option of a second so, or something. So it doesn't look like he's going to sign a new deal. Let's be real. So if he runs his contract down to maybe a year, um, then you've basically shaved off like seventy percent of what you could. But in fact, no, probably sixty percent of what you could what you could stand to make had you had sold him for a reasonable price. Maybe like when he had two years left in his contract. But then we've got like a quality player, and then more time to consider replacing him. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, but you're gonna have less. You're gonna have less money to replace him. You said you're gonna need two players, so. Yeah, but it gives us so. Say Flynn Downs comes in, and we have him with Rice, and sorry, huh? We were only just listening to our whole our whole conversation about Flynn Downs, who we just signed. Yeah, but I don't know who he is as a player. Like, where is yeah, he? But we were just talking. He was from Swansea. We come from Swansea in the Championship. Okay. But here's the difference, Tobes, between what we do and what you do. We scout, yeah? Scouting players. That means not signing the obvious names, the big names. Everyone's like, oh, you know, we want to get this name. Like, oh, let's just get Richarlison just because we know Richarlison. He's a name. And we get Jesus and that. We scout. We look at a player and we look at their potential, yeah? You know <laughs> no. what I mean? We're, play we're, we're playing oh, on legendary difficulty, yeah? Oh, you're just on not. You're, mode. you're playing on wait. easy mode. You you don't even have you don't even have proper training facilities, and you're talking about expert scouting. They're scouting from a porter cabin in East London somewhere. Like you don't have uh, you don't have this amazing scouting network. Look at your big signings. Jared Bowen was an obvious signing. Kurt was it, how was it was an obvious, obvious signing? You weren't linked with him. It wasn't obvious signing. Kurt Zuma was. You didn't an even obvious, know about him. You never heard of him. Of course I did. Of course I knew about Bowen oh, from Hull right. from Hull City. He was ripping up the championship. Who didn't know about him? What? And second of all, second of all, yeah, you're saying, oh, we don't sign obvious players. That's because you can't sign obvious players. They don't want to go to West Ham. You can't sign obvious yeah, players. The, 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 the top, the top play, the, the, the better players, they don't want to go to West Ham. And they don't want to go to West Ham. So I don't really get the point here. Listen, Assume you've got a scout. Like, you can't... You've been complaining about how Spurs ain't had the money and Spurs ain't don't spend. Really? But if you would have managers that scout and find talent, like we don't sit there and go, let's sign players that Tobes knows. Guys, I need to, I need to, I need to move location, so I'm coming back into the into the stream. Yeah, I just need yeah to it's you calm. Better run. You better run. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Man, German scout department. Go. All right, let's let's scout players that Tobes knows. Who do who does Tobes know? Does Tobes know Flynn Downs? Oh no, I don't think so. All right, we'll pass on him. Like, come on. That, every time I bring up a player like Aguered, who who Aguered Aguered. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, he likes to. Tobes ain't heard of him. He can't be like I. I don't. You know, look at it that way. Suchek. No one heard of Suchek. No one Haller, heard of Suchek. Anderson, Chikorito. To be fair, people. I'm not have saying heard of. we've never signed names. I'm saying we don't just sign names. It's not yeah. just. No, about I agree. I do agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I said, Sufal coming is uh, was was really yeah, good. Sufal and Suchek, I didn't hear of. I didn't know much about them too. Yeah, no. And then obviously yeah. they come in. That's all. That's that. That's fair play to you, to be honest. But just lastly, then Lawless, while Tobes is getting getting ready before we move on to Arsenal, um, I'm going to ask Tobes this as well. What does a dream window look like for you? Um, I love that comment, by the way. To dare is to run. <laughs> oh, I just seen man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh mate <laughs> that is quality um yeah so dream window for us 
Um, yeah, Broja coming in, definitely getting the striker, um, getting that wrapped up. I would say, look, as much as I'm over Lingard, I think Lingard still, if he if he is about and if he come in and Moyes can get motivated, Lingard definitely. Um, and the left back, I don't know who yet because some of the quality ones we linked with, we sort of moved on from them quickly. So, but getting a quality left back has to be a must. Um, yeah, I, I think we're looking that, at, at that situation as well, man. So it could be interesting to see what names you're linked with and who we're linked. Yeah, with. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, yeah, because I was interested because we you, you was into you was looking at Aaron Hickey, right? Yeah, and he's I gone saw, to Brentford. I mean, I, yeah, and because we were looking, to, and I'm thinking, why did we not go for this guy? So what was I think the it other, was like 12, 12 to fifteen million? It was quite a yeah. okay price as well. I would have, I would have definitely gone for him. Um, so I don't understand. Yeah, they got another player that we were linked with, and I can't remember who it was now. And you're just like, what, what is going on? Um, yeah. So no, I, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I, I yeah. think if you got Lingard, you got Broa, and if you got a left back, fair play. You might be a bit short in other areas as well, but you've got to say that's a fair window to get in the players you've also got in already. So I think, I think that'd be a, a really good window for you, man. Yeah, because we, we then we're covered centre back wise. We got Sufau at right back with Johnson that can play left or right. Creswell was a backup. Then you've got Rice Suchek with Flynn Downs potentially providing competition for Suchek. Bowen on the right, then Lingard, and then you've got like Ben Rama or Lanzini as a ten, and then Antonio or Broja up front. Four nows as well. Yeah, four nows as well. Yeah, four nows. So there's depth there. I think that would give us the quality to have to go far in the conference league and then compete still to get back in the top six again um, in the Premier League. That's what I want to see. Yeah. No, He's fair back. enough, man. He's back. He's back. How are you doing now, Tobbs? You're good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Back. All good, man. Nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. Laura said you were running off because you couldn't stand the heat, but you know. Right. Nothing to so, do with that. I, I stand by what I said. West Ham can't sign... West Ham can't sign the calibre of players that we can sign, and we're not even we're not even big dogs like that. So what does that say about West Ham? So he's talking about you. You, you spoke about. I, I heard you whilst I was getting set up. You spoke speaking about scouting. Romero was good scouting. Did anyone know? I know he got Serie A defender of the year, but how many people were talking up Romero's name before we signed him? How can how you get Serie A defender of the year and then be like, we're just sound this unknown player that no one was talking about? I'm sorry. But then I can say the same with you. you. You tried to tell me that Jared Bowen was an unknown quantity, even though he was routinely like the, one of the top scorers in the championship. That's what you said. Yeah, but like Serie A is held at a higher standard than the just, in, Eng in England, in England, what 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 type of what what um what leagues are viewed more? Premier League and Championship or Syria? How many people in, in, in England are watching Syria? Yeah, but all right, so but if you look at it, like I said, Sufau, Suchek, Ogbonna, yeah, before him, like Ogbonna was look, oh, people knew about what? No, no one knew him. Like he, yes, he, he played, played for, for Juventus. Yes, he played for Juventus. He played no for Juventus. He, played, he, literally like played, he literally played for the biggest club in Italy. And you're telling me that he's an unknown quantity? What I didn't hear anyone doing? doing backflips when what we started in here, like. Mean? Did was was you sitting there going, Oh no, West Ham have got a bonner, I can't believe it. No, I, I said, Yeah, that looks a good signing for West Ham. Like, I think you look at a few players like for now. I can't believe I can't believe this argument. Oh, oh, poor us, poor us. Um we I'm signed we signed we signed good players that you knew, you already knew of, and you signed players that I've not really heard of. Oh, yeah, your that must mean your scouting network is great. 
How many of your signings have banged? How many of your signings have banged in recent years? A good, yeah, good number of signings I've signed. So, yeah, compare the hits to misses. Compare the hits to misses, and then more how hits. Many? More hits. More hits. Last season, yeah, how many players did you sign? How many players did you sign? Zuma, you signed Zuma. Vlasic. Who else? Zuma, Vlasic. Who else? Ariola on loan, who banged. He's, we've signed on a permanent now. Yep. Who else? There's more. I know there's more. You didn't only just sign three players last season. We didn't sign many in the summer. We didn't sign many, to be honest. I'm trying to even struggle to remember who else we signed because we did we hardly signed anyone. It was more like the previous summer. That's where we started signing players. Like and then yeah, like you gotta say, we haven't signed many misses. That's what I'm Su- saying. We haven't signed many misses. Sufa, I'll give you Sufa and Suchek, but the other ones I'd heard of, Lawless. I'd not heard of Sufa or Suchek, to be fair. I don't know like, if I don't how- know if you had Topes. No. No, I've not heard them, but I'd heard of, I heard of the others like Ben Rama. I'd heard yeah, of Rama. obviously. He's gonna yeah. tell us. He's gonna tell Jared us. Ben Rama is, oh, Longley is just it's, the deal's been announced. So yeah, we'll come on to that, man. I've literally just seen that come up. I'm just saying um, that for Tobes to be like, I ain't heard of him. So what? So what if you? I didn't, but I didn't. Him, I didn't say it in a. In don't a, try and act like you or. weren't trying to throw some shade on it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I really wasn't. I was for Aguero. You knew I was trying to throw shade for my man. I didn't even know who he was. That's why I was asking who. Yeah, but after we'd just already been speaking about him. I wasn't really listening. There you go. I tune out when you speak. I can't lie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> See, all that talk about him looking down. He's Let's... too busy looking at... He's, he's, he's looking at the track listing on Burner No, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Longley. Longley's just signed, so I'm putting out my video. <laughs> uh, Listen, okay, before please. we come on before we come on to Arsenal, because I do want to come on to Arsenal and Spurs quickly, I just want to get your thoughts on the breaking news earlier. Jack Wilshere uh, has announced the retirement. I know he played for Arsenal and, of course, for West Ham as well. Um, <clears throat> bit of a shame, if I'm honest with you, his career in terms of injuries. Um, I never thought he was going to be this world-class talent, if I'm honest with you, but I certainly thought he was going to be a great player and I thought that he was for a few years. I still sit... That game sticks in my mind at Barcelona and the Emirates. He was 19 years old. He looked absolutely fantastic. And I thought, wow, we've got someone special here. And um, yeah, it was never really kicked on from there, really. Um, I just wanted to get both of, you, or both of your thoughts, really, on on, on what a player um, and what a guy he comes across very, very well as well in, uh, whenever he's being interviewed or on TalkSport, whatever. I don't think he comes across as, as someone who loves himself or arrogant. I quite like him. I quite like what he, talk, what he says as well. So I just wanted to get both your thoughts on that kind of career, really, and uh, whether you thought he was as great as some people said or if you thought that he underachieved. Start with you, Tobes. I can't stand the, the see you next year. I can't stand him. Twat. He's always he's always got a club's name in his mouth. He was talent. He was don't get it twisted. He was a baller when he was coming out the gate. He was an absolute baller. I remember him from your academy. He ripped up. He ripped it up in your academy, and then he went on loan to Bolton. Um, I think him and he went on loan to Bolton, and he was excellent. He was absolutely excellent. And then he came into Arsenal's first team, and he was a regular. Like he was a regular in a team that had the likes of Cesc Fabregas, Alex Song, Sami Nasri. Um, he was he was top notch, man. I can't even lie. He was he was a baller, like a real, real, really, really good player, talented. And if not for injuries, he would have gone right to the top. Um, I think. And I mean top in England. I don't think like world stage, but he had talent. I, man. I think at that point it was a very exciting period for Arsenal because you lot had not only Jack Horsley, but you had Aaron Ramsey. And yeah. If, if both of them didn't have... I mean, Ramsey bounced back in devastating effect and went on to be a really good player for Arsenal. But Jack Wilshere was unfortunate in the sense that 
the injuries just didn't stop. They kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. But I do think that in the period in which he would come back from injury, play a couple games, go back to being injured, I felt like his influence was just dwindling, dwindling, dwindling at Arsenal. And it got to a point where I just felt like Arsenal was just having him around just for the sake of having him around. Like, he wasn't really adding any value to the team. When he played, he wasn't exactly playing to anywhere near to the level or standard that um, he played before. Yeah, granted, he'd score a couple of sick compilation goals. I remember there was a game, I think it was at West Brom, where he scored yeah, an quality. absolute rocket. Rocket. Br- ridiculous goal. And he scored a sick goal against Man City as well. A 2-2 game. I think Alexis Sanchez scored that game as yeah, well. Yeah, class. Um, so... Yeah, like he's definitely had, he's definitely let, leaving Arsenal with his highlights. Of course, his his old what do we think of Spurs chant after he won the FA Cup as well. But <laughs> I think it's a career that um, him as an Arsenal lad, he can look back on with pride because it was at a point where Arsenal Wenger was giving chances to, to the youth consistently. And he was actually probably up there with one of the best youngsters to come out of the academy since. Since since you know obviously bought Cesc Fabregas for Barcelona, so I think he can look back with pride at that. But I think he should also probably look back on his career with a little bit of disappointment as to what if what could have happened if I was fit. What could have happened if I didn't have these niggling injuries? Now beyond this, I don't get why he's such a slut for Arsenal. In fact, I do get it. He wants a job for life, and he's got it. He's been sucking Arsenal's cock on radio. He's been sucking Arsenal's cock in press. Oh, I wouldn't take this job if you offered me five million. Oh, this player is the best player since last bread. The other day he was saying, I can't like some of the outlandish shit he says about Arsenal players. It's so obvious that he's angling at a job for life at Arsenal and fair play to him. He's got it. Well, it looks like he's going to get it. Um, It looks like he's going to get a coaching job at the club from what I'm hearing. And, um, I can't really add too much to what Togs has already said, to be fair, and um, I, I, so I'm, I'm going to move on from it. But all I'll say is this. I believe personally um, that he was a talent, and unfortunately for him, he goes in with the um, bracket of the Eduardos and the Diabis for me. The what-ifs, I think, yeah. is a great way of what Toby said, the kind of injuries, like what they could have been, and they never were he's probably, I think he's in injuries. The, I think he's in the tear above those guys, to be honest. But I, get I do, I do, um, I do as well. I just feel like he goes in the bracket of what could they have been what if they weren't yeah, injured, yeah, 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 you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's too many like that at this club, unfortunately. So uh, let's he, hope we've stopped just, with that now. What makes me laugh is when he left West Ham and he was talking about, yeah, I should probably compete, be playing for a team competing near the top of the table, really, Ridiculous. rather than like Ridiculous. West Ham. Not crazy statement. When he said that, and where did he go? He went. Didn't he go back to like he went to the Championship, didn't he? And then. Couldn't went even to get Bournemouth to, and then he, he was he? couldn't keep fit and then he went over to Denmark and now he's retired because he's yeah. realised yeah. he can't cut it. So exactly, yeah, ridiculous. Like he came in at West Ham, talk, you know, showing all these pictures of him in, his, in the West Ham shirt when he was a kid, giving it all the yeah, I'm a West Ham fan, blah blah blah. You know, the the highlight of his time at West Ham was him jumping out of a tumble dryer. You know, um, scaring Declan Rice. Yeah, scaring Declan and Rice. Didn't he go? Didn't he go? Um, was it was it at Arsenal or was it at West? No, it was Arsenal when he went on loan to Bournemouth, right? 
Yeah, because he Not, went uh, on to Bournemouth, then went back before, to West, uh, went back to Arsenal, then came to us. Yeah, and he was he was he was shocking at Bournemouth. He was he was nothing. Yeah, he, he was played struggling. quite a few games for them. To be fair, yeah, and he, was, he was he was ineffective at Bournemouth. It was, was Spurs that a Spurs player injured him, and it was a bad tackle on him. Actually, like it weren't one of them where it's just like oh Wilshire's injured. Like when he did get injured, it was one of Spurs players that really took him out, if I remember rightly. Then he come to West Ham. I was hyped when we signed him. Um, because he said all the right things and you think, okay, his injury record hasn't been terrible in the last couple of years. He played a decent number of games for Arsenal when he was in the Europa League and stuff like that. Decent number of games for Bournemouth. And I thought, you know, what what a player we could have. And yeah, like injury record was terrible. Um, When he did play, he weren't that influential. Apart from I remember being away at Newport, seeing him score there. Um, I think an, an assist when I was Newcastle away, I remember him assisting like Anderson last minute. But that's it, like just a very unremarkable grin. And he had the cheek to try and like go on his PR spin and try and downplay West Ham and come across so bitter when he just didn't he didn't do it for us. He left and we got better. So yeah, that's true. Like, that is true. You did get much better when he'd left. Yeah, but I just wanted to mention it because I see it today and I thought oh, fair play to him. You know, ah, um, oh, Tobes is getting his ice cream done. And uh, yeah, no, and fair play um, to Jack Wilshire. Um, Going to pick up this super chat from Lawrence. Lawrence, I hope you're well, mate. Um, good to hear from you, and thanks so much for the super chat, Dan. Gabriel Jesus off the mark today with two goals tonight in Nuremberg. Happy days, mate. Yeah, it was. Um, good to see him on the score sheet. Eddie and Ketia before that against Ipswich Town had scored a hat trick, and Arsenal fans were hyping it up, saying that Eddie is the new guy. Uh, and today, I don't think he got on anywhere near the score sheet from what I'm hearing. But of course. Um, Gabriel Jesus is off the mark, and uh, it's good to see, to be honest. I don't care who the opponents are in all, in all seriousness. It's just good to see him scoring, coming on and doing what he does best, which, of course, is get involved in anything near the goal. So I want to be seeing this continue now. And I had my question marks. I know Lawless did, that he didn't think that Jesus was going to be guaranteed to get lots of goals. Uh, and it doesn't mean that now he's got two, and he should have had three, apparently. One was given as an own goal, um, that he's going to continue scoring hat-tricks for Arsenal. But, of course, it's a good thing. I saw the goals. I haven't seen the game. I didn't watch it today. I was busy, unfortunately. But, obviously, it's a good game for us to start off with. Um, scoring... Another five goals, that's 10 goals now in two. So at least we're scoring. That's the good thing in friendlies because we struggled to do that last season. Um, so let's hope that Try continues. and bring those goals into the league and maybe you might finish it. Might, exactly. That's what we've got to do, man. That's the next step is to try and do that against the teams that matter. Um, let's start Let's start with you, Lawless, and we'll go to Tobes um, on Arsenal. It's looking like this Gabriel Jesus signing was one that took very, very long. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I also want to look at what sort of window you expect Arsenal to have, mate. It's, yeah, it's a weird one um, because, obviously, look, there's an elephant in the room. I won't touch on that. Could have knock-on mm. effects, but I expect yeah, no, you we to... Won't, we won't go down there. <laughs> we won't, yeah, we can't touch on that, but obviously that aside, if I put, put that to one side and just look at what it is that you're you know, plan to have. Look, I expect you to still go out and spend money. Um, they've obviously shown that they're trusting with the money for some reason. They they think that he's the man to go and give up, you know, back, back heavily in the window. So I think you probably will get another left back in. Um, I can say that Tierney, for all of his quality, like you can't rely on him to stay fit. You just you just can't do that. It's, it's just not going to happen. 
Um, so I think that's where you know a good bit of money is going to be. I don't I don't see you getting another striker in. I really don't. I really would be surprised if you went and signed another striker. Yeah, I think there'll be another winger in there for sure. I don't know what's happening. Pep, the the Pepe uh, situation is going to be very interesting because I don't think you will find anyone who will pay anywhere near what you paid for him, let alone pay his wages. Um, so you could either be stuck with Pepe or have to send him out on loan. But I think that's going to... Your ability to get rid of Pepe is probably going to affect you getting another winger in. Because if you get rid of Pepe, maybe you could bring in like uh, someone on the left, someone for the right, and as for some depth. Because you don't want to be as as quality as Saka is, and you know Smith Rowe and Martin Lee. You don't want to rely on those players again. Like you don't want to put everything on their shoulders because they're still young. So you need some some seniority in there, and then be able that's to. That's the word. Saka that's that's the thing, though, Laura. Sorry to cut you off. That, yeah. That's the thing yeah, I'm confused about so far. Is because obviously Gabriel Jesus is one of them. He is. He's a. He's a. You can class him at those twenty-five, but he is a senior head because of his mentality, what he's won, and and he's ready to come in now. What I don't quite understand is the others because Fabio Vieira isn't. He's a twenty-two-year-old kid who not many people had heard of. Marquinhos is younger, nineteen-year-old from Brazil, and some of the other players like this Lille guy that we officially have bid for now, um, Zagrova. He's twenty-three, Kosovan winger. We've put in a few million pounds for him. It's been rejected. These are not. This is not sprinkling class talent over a young side like Edu promised. So Did I'm expecting see to see thing? some other bigger players coming in. Did you see what Edu? There was a video where Edu said something to like Gabriel Jesus, uh, like when he's showing him around, is talking about how like yeah, young. We're building a young project and a young team and all of this, that, and the other. And I see a lot of Arsenal fans were sort of getting a bit worried about hearing that because it's like. Okay, we've already got a lot of young players, and now we're hearing that this is still the focus is young, young, young. When yeah, hundred percent, some experiencing. Uh, what made me laugh about that was he was he said oh, all this look Gabriel Jesus we got all this is our uh, this is what we've won like, on the top of our trophies. Look round us, he's probably thinking Christ, I won all this in my five years at City. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he must be looking, yeah. thinking, where are we heading? And if he is hearing, we're going to put young players around you. I'm not so sure that is what he wants to hear. But having said that, he's clearly bought into it because he signed for us. He's clearly bought into this process. He could have gone to Spurs. He could have gone to Chelsea from what we're hearing. I think that yeah. both teams were interested. He's chosen us because he's clearly, for whatever reason, bought into this project. So I don't think it will come did, to a shock did, to him. Did they make a serious bid, though, them clubs? Like, did they I don't, ever I don't show think so. But They were really like... Like, Arsenal, I think, were the club out of everyone who showed that they really wanted him. And I think I as think a player, so. that's important. I think he just he wanted it as well, though. I think. Yeah, I think that's what helps. I think when a team comes for you and shows they really want you, and then you sort of look at some of the some of the quality youngsters there, and they show, okay, this club is serious about me. They see me as the guy. They're interested in me. That's what I want. And you've got like clubs like Spurs and Chelsea that are like I'm in an R in, and they're looking at other players, and then you're looking at Spurs who have Harry Kane, and then Chelsea like, are they gonna? be you know still flirting with other i mean they haven't really done any movements like really mm. so to him i think that was the best choice for him as well because this is a club that wants you they're trying to show that you're going to be the main man the problem is it's like like you said like what's going to be around him what quality players are going to be there that mm. are good and experienced now because he's he's you know as experienced as he is with winning at the top he's coming from a club where he was like one of the young players there he wasn't one of the the players that was relied on week in, week out to be the difference maker. 
and now he is. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's really hard to predict for us for Arsenal for sure, man. It is, man. Before I bring Tobes in, I want to bring a quick comment and comment on this, which is from Bricks. It says, Potts, how many more signings do you think Arsenal need? Well, I think it's... I'll tell you what I think we'll get, not what I think we need, because what I think we need is unrealistic. It's not going to happen in the one window, because I still think there's a lot of work for Arsenal to do. I think we're going to get a left-back, as Lawless touched on, West Ham also need. I don't know who that left-back's going to be. I think they want it to be Martinez. But from what I'm hearing, he's rumoured to be more likely to go to Manchester United because of his connections with Ten Hag. So I don't know if that one's going to happen. So we may have to move on from, from him and go and look at somebody else. So I think we'll definitely get a left-back. We're going to get another wide player because Pepe's going to go. Whether Pepe goes on loan, whether someone wants him for £20 million on the cheap, whatever. Could be issues with his wages, but we're definitely going to look to replace him. And it looks like we want this Lille winger um, that I've not heard much about, Zagrova. Zagrova, um, yeah. I yeah, that's the guy that we want him. I see clips of him, courtesy of your fan base, so that they're already nussing themselves off. And oh, they will be, trust me. Pretending as if he was high up on their wish list. Uh, it's a disease at this point. I didn't, I, I, I've, <laughs> never, I've never heard of him, but he looks like he's got a wicked left foot. But in typical fashion, oh, this, this could be the signing we need. Oh, oh wow. How is, how are Arsenal getting such a free run at such a talented player? This this that is just give it a fucking rest, will you, man? Honestly, <laughs> I must admit, I oh. can't I can't sit there and even say that he's lying because this is what we do. We gas up our players already links to him, and then we make out that we knew them all. We did the same with Fabio Vieira. I'd never heard of the guy, and every all of a sudden he's the next highest best thing, the next Bernardo Silva. He's the highest rated player in Portugal. All this comes out, and I think, wow, why did nobody have him on his wish list then? Because nobody had Zagrova and Vieira on the wish list. I tell you that now. Anyone who yeah. says they, that they were, they're lying because I didn't. I'd never heard of either of them. I can't. I can't lie. I don't watch enough of them, of of, of them leagues to know who these these players are. But what I do know is that they could be the next Tommy Asu. <laughs> but I don't sit there and start doing videos about them and say how fantastic they're going to be. And I didn't do it with Mark Winos either because I'd never heard of him. So we need to be realistic about these signings. We do need another winger if Pepe's going to go. I still feel we need another striker. Somebody who's in the, the kind of mold or ilk of Olivier Giroud type. But I can't see it happening. But I do see our midfield getting better. Uh, Milinkovic, Savic, somebody's asking in the chat, would you take him? Yeah, I would. I don't know how realistic it is, but from what I'm hearing in Serie A, he absolutely kills it. Wonderful footballer to watch. Um, got some presence and ability on the ball. And the other player that we are heavily linked with, again, is Yuri Tielemans, who I do like and I would take. And I think those sort of signings would excite me more than, of course, the likes of Fabio Vieira. So it's going to be interesting to see where Didn't we El Nenny go. get a new deal, though? So what do you think about, because obviously Xhaka and El Nenny will still be at the club this season... So that's my next thing is El Nenny will be whether Granite Chaka wants to be a squad player or not is the different is a different scenario. Um I'll be surprised if he does want to stay in the squad. Um if I'm honest with you. I'm getting some background um noise here for someone. Can anyone hear that? I don't it might be Tobes, I don't know. Okay. Um uh, yeah, it was you. Um, I don't know why, but it's all good. It's gone now. But yeah, no, I, I feel personally that if we do get a couple of these players in, if it was a Savic and a Tielemans, Granit Xhaka will probably go because I don't think he wants to be a squad player. Uh, Tobes, let's come to you, man. Talk to Where's me about he going, Arsenal, though, Granit Xhaka? Where's he going? I don't know. I don't know. He, I think he, Roma I wanted think him. He is going anyway. I don't know. I think I think Roma wanted him um, last summer. Maybe he'll look to go to Italy, maybe back to Germany. I don't know. But he he's going to be a squad player. So. He like. he was good yeah, he's had, two, he's had two very good seasons in an Arsenal Except shirt. Like he back, is not. Back. 
Not <laughs> <left>. <laughs> yeah, he ain't a, he ain't a left back cover. Trust me. I just don't. I think I think that we've seen this movie long enough now. This Granite Chaka movie. I've seen it. I've seen enough of it. I don't want to be seeing it again, man. So, I believe we need a holding midfielder and a number eight. And I don't think that Granite Chaka is either of those. That's good enough role for Arsenal. So, if he comes in and wants to be a part of the squad, that's fine. But he won't want to be. He'll want to play. I can't see Xhaka leaving. I'll, I'll be real with you. I can't see Granit Xhaka leaving. He's not going. You think he'll be happy as a squad player? I think he's going to have to accept that role. It's, it's, it, I think he's going to have to. How old is he now? Thirty years old. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, I think he's nearly. He'll be thirty this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you lot are very much in a upward trajectory in comparison to where you were before. Like you were rubbish before, and now like you're half decent again. Um, and I think he wants to be a part of that journey. So I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. And I think most importantly, he has your manager's trust. So I can't see him going anywhere, personally. I mean, Not right now, anyway. I mean, let's see what happens because, uh, you know, Lee was with at a charity event the other day and this comment backs it up. He's with Paul Merson and Paul Merson said, I, he's spoken it. to Edu. Yeah. And there's two big signings going to be happening at Arsenal. Now, I don't know what that means. Big signings. What's a big signing? Is Jesus a big signing? Is Tick with Tiedemans be a big signing? What does that mean? When Arsenal win the Europa League, what does that mean? What's a big signing? I don't really know what that would be. So mm. it'd be interesting to see what he meant by that and where that kind of comment has come from because I'd be amazed if Edu would tell Paul Merson names I don't know maybe he would I don't know I don't know their relationship but yeah, I might have just not said names or but you see put like Edu's not gonna sit there and go yeah we got some right shit coming in didn't we? yeah like, that's so like, true right? you know we should be excited about that he's, he's got to pipe himself up but I think a lot of, of people are getting very carried away off of this story from what I've seen, like, oh, Paul Merson said that Edu said that we got some exciting players coming. What was that season where Cronky's son said, be excited? Be excited. Really Pepe. Sam yeah. Pepe and everyone was excited, apparently. But yeah, it's nuts, yeah. man. This is what happens. We get told, be excited. That's all they do. When everyone starts coming down with it, oh, just be excited. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, unfortunately, I've not been excited for a few years, man. A few years too many. But, Tobes, what's your thoughts on Arsenal's window? And where do you think, do you think we're going to be another spend loads? And you, Do you think you're going to get to the close of the window and go, rah, Arsenal have done all right? I think, I think I need, I think for your sake, you need, I need to get to the window and say, right, Arsenal have done all right. Because as it stands now, um, I only like the look of one of your signings. I mean, it's not like I dislike Vieira, although he does look like a little run. He's he's, he's so skinny. But um, Wait, that neck, no one said comment. He's got a neck on him, isn't he? Like, that is a giraffe. long neck. That is giraffe neck. Like, he's, got the, giraffe. He's, got, he's got Brian. He's got like the frame of Brian Hill. He's, he's, he's skinny. He can't. He needs to bulk up fast because he's going to get pammed in this league. Um, if yeah. you can't, it, to be get to be fair, I guess it's how strong he is on the ball. Um, doesn't have to be like macho, but yeah. Anyway, um, if if your window ends as it is now, it's not been a good window in my opinion Agreed. for Arsenal. I think Gabriel Jesus is a six sign, and I guess Fabio Vieira looks like he's a good technical player. Um, so they obviously bring in two players who are technically sound that increase the technical quality of your team specifically in your midfield and your attack but it's not enough I think the main the main concerns have not been fully addressed Gabriel Jesus alone is not going to carry that burden um him and Enketia won't be enough I think there needs to be another attacker in there 
um, to supplement the existing attack now. And then if you were able to have the two strikers in Jesus and in Ketia, Saka plus another attacker, and then Emil Smith-Rowe and Martinelli, that's really good depth across the three positions. Because let's be real, Martinelli could, for all intents and purposes, he could make the step up and score double figures next season, but it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Emerson Fro could go one step further and score more goals than he did last season, but it's not guaranteed. These guys are still developing. So I feel like whilst they're developing, there needs to be another attacker in that team where it's guaranteed no matter what. And especially when there's going to be European football next season as well for you guys, the Europa League, there's going to be plenty of games, plenty of games. So you're going to need that, that quality um, in your starting front line, in my opinion. So uh, that's missing. I think left-back is important. Kieran Tierney's a sick note. Um, he misses more games than he plays. Um, and it's like, at this point, if he's meant to be one of the linchpins in your team and you don't address that position, you keep Tavares, even though you saw how bad he was towards the end of last season. That's an L for me. The midfield situation is the midfield situation. We won't speak on, on, on any potential ongoing cases, but even irrespective of whatever's going on, you lot needed cover for Thomas Party. You needed cover for Thomas Party. I've not seen it. Um, right back, Cedric is not good enough, even as a backup. And I've not seen any improvement there. So that's left back, right back, midfield and attacking positions. That's four positions missing. You lot sacrificed, no signings in January. Yeah. You sold off your best, your most informed attacker in recent years because he was a bad influence in the dressing room. And he fell out with the manager, fair enough. But you didn't bring anyone in. You suffered in January, didn't bring anyone in, missed out on top four on the premise that you were going to strengthen and bolster the team this summer. And if they're not able to do that, then what was the point? What was the point in, in all the pain in January? Wasn't it wasn't wasn't the premise that you're going to build something big? We're going to see 180 million spent as X, Y, Z. Do it then. Do it. Obviously, there's more time. There's way more time. Sorry, I'm rambling on and on. There's way more time. No, you're our... not, man. You're actually speaking truth because I'm. This is facts for me. This is what I've been saying all along. So you know, and and I look at it and I think the positions you've just you've just question marked are the ones I'm hoping are going to come in. I don't think we're going to get a right back because I think this Norton Coffee's coming through and I think it looks oh, like yeah, Cedric's yeah, going to stay. Good. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Look, and he, and he, I, I don't like get, Cedric. I believe he probably will now that we've got the five okay. subs and four competitions. I would rather yeah. get a right back, but I don't think we're going to do it. So, to be fair, I, I, if you got if you got Tomiyasu and you want to bring in a young G, you want a bloody young G. I'm for that. I'm for that. I can't even lie. I'm for that. You never know. He could he could rise to the occasion. He looks he looks good. Yeah, they're saying this kid marks marks looks sick. Tomiyasu's so. fitness, though, do you do you worry a little bit about that? that if he... There's question marks over a lot of our, the people's fitness, and we both weren't even in Europe, Lawless, last year when we were getting injuries. So now that we are back in Europe, what's going to happen there? So there's a really good question about Kieran Tierney, Thomas Party, and Tomiyasu as being how injury free are they going to be this season? That's the question I can't answer. I'd love to think that Kieran Tierney can last the season because I honestly believe he's one of the best left backs in the league. I love what Thomas Party brings to the team when he's fit. I really like Tomiyasu as a player. They're actually three of my favourite players to watch, actually, in this Arsenal setup, but they haven't been fit enough. I like what I hear about Norton Cuffey, but I haven't seen him. We definitely need an upgrade on Nuno Tavaj. And I think with Lokonga and Elneny, it ain't quite good enough. So they're three positions I feel we need. I still feel there's a winger need to come in from Pepe. I still feel there's a centre forward. And I still feel there's a number eight. So I'm with Toby. 
100% am. What I think is going to happen is I think we'll get three or four more. I think we'll get a winger, a, a centre midfielder, maybe one, maybe two, uh, and a left back. That's what I think we'll do. Well, yeah, what's um, happening with Bellerin? Because someone brings that up, actually, because he's back, he's back and there's... Is he got? Is you think he's going to go back? Wants on to go to Betis. Spend? Wants to go to Betis, but there's problems, of course, with his wages because some idiot put him on a, over a hundred k a week. So Betis <laughs> can't afford that. This is the problem yeah. we've got, man. They're all over on ridiculous wages. When Wenger was here, mate. So this is it, still, this is thing, yeah. you know, damage was done years ago, and it's still affecting us now. You know, Bellerin, it was never actually that great. You know, he was an okay footballer. People used to hype him up, but defensively, he's never been good. Going forward, he's not terrible but i still not sure that he can cross he, himself he in church let, look. I think. he got the pace and that's that's the problem is though lawless people Has say that that, that makes him well no i mean he's 27 now i think um so he's still not old but he, he he's not as quick as he used to be because of his long-term injuries he's had another one always injured so time for him to go man even if we have to loan him out again i don't really want to be seeing people like that with that mentality you know people say he's got a great mentality because he loves arsenal this guy told alexis sanchez he wants to win too much get the hell out of my club man i don't want people like that just 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 get gone these people need to go so yeah he won't be staying mate he'll be going somewhere i don't know where but somewhere um maitland niles pablo marie um they're all back they need to be gone lucas Torreira, we're trying to do from what i hear a deal with this milinkovic savage where we're trying to send him one way plus a load of money to lazio so that he we can get savage i'm not so sure that's a realistic deal but i don't know much about that one um and obviously the yuri tielemans one is one but listen those two signings would be great i'd be really really happy with those two but don't you think that tielemans and milinkovic will be brought in to do similar things in the team obviously tielemans from a deeper perspective and I think, I think Milinkovic Savic is more offensive. I think he's probably the most advanced of a three man midfield. He'll yep. play like a number 10 or he'll play like an 8.5. He's like a, he's like a Serbian version of, um, of like a lesser Serbian version of Paul Pogba in his skill set. Like he's, he's a powerful dribbler. He's got a really good shot on him. He's got decent passing, um, on decent passing quality on him as well. But I feel like he's sort of like a jack of all traits mm. that you play as the third in a free man. I think if you sign him in Tielemans, who's going to protect your midfield? Who's... I think you bang on because I, I think you bang on. I think it's a great question and I think you bang on because I'm still looking at that. Where's that Thomas Party replacement? Because I don't see it in either of those two. Um, the reason I'd like both of them is because we've got a squad depth for them. But maybe that is just me being greedy and perhaps they both want, want, won't, won't both want to come. But I do I do take that point, Tobes, because I look at where Thomas Party gets injured. Where's the cover? There is none. You know, why can't we go and put in a bid for Abraham Sangare or somebody like that from PSV who can come in and be a beast for Thomas Party's backup? Somebody like that, I'd go... Right, we've got the guy we need now. If top party gets injured, we've got someone who's a beast in there that can hold and anchor that yeah. midfield. That's what we need to be looking at. That's why I wanted Basuma, bro. 25 million would have been an absolute steal. Obviously, he was going to go play Champions League football, but I wanted him. I wanted, I actually wanted Basuma and Tielemans. They were the two that I did want, the eight and the holding midfield. But it looks mm. like, obviously, Basuma's gone to you and it looks like we will only get... Um, one of Tielemans and Savage, I imagine, but I would like both, but perhaps that's me being greedy. But one deal that has been done, um, Tobes, staying with you, is uh, Spurs have got himself a centre-back. I want to get your thoughts on uh, what you think of this guy from Barcelona, Lengley, and uh, how excited you are for that signing. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I can't even lie to you. Um, I don't really rate Lengley anymore. Um, I've watched him several times at Barca and I've just not liked what I've seen. 
Um, he's been quite poor, to be honest, at Barcelona. And I just don't rate his ability to defend. Um, to defend playing a high line anyway. But I'm not really too downbeat about the signing. I don't think it has any bearing on our window. I think it's been a re I still think it's been a really good window for us so far. And I think at the very least, irrespective of my opinion of him as a player now, um, it's a fifth signing in a position that we actually needed better ball players in. And what I'll say about Lengley is I'm ready to give him a chance. So, yeah, he's not the centre-back I wanted. He's not centre-back I would have liked the club to sign. And even when we were linked with him, I didn't really like the fact that we were linked. But he's not here permanently. He's only here for a year. He can cover two positions. And most importantly, he's a player that the coach wanted. So I'm going to get on board with the signing. And I actually think on the Antonio Conte, he can offer us he can offer us elements that we don't have in that back line. And what I mean by that is his quality on the ball. I think when you look at the way he plays, he's a much better passer of the ball than Dyer. He's a much better passer of the ball than Ben Davies. He's probably a better passer of the ball than, than Romero. And Romero is actually good on the ball. Um, and more than his capacity to pass the ball, his capacity to play with the ball under pressure, like dribble out of pressure, step into step into into midfield i think he's he's good at these things and um if we can put him in a system where he can play in the central position of the three i feel like that simplifies his game um to the point where we can actually harness the things that he's really good at so listen i'm not sitting here crying about longley i think he i think he he will actually do all right on the antonio conte um not my cup of tea but i think conte will get stuff We'll get stuff out of him because yeah, I he's agree. Done it, he's done it. He's done it with worse players because Ben uh, Davies is not a better centre back than Longley. Eric Dyer is probably rated to a lesser extent than, than than Longley. And look at how good those two guys were for us last season. So, yeah, uh, that's why I agree. That's why I agree. I think he's better than what you've got, and I think you've got the right manager for him. I'm happy that you've got him over Pau Torres and Bastoni because I think with those two, that would have been a better centre half. But obviously. It doesn't mean that he's going to be a poor signing. Um, so I think fair play. Before I come to Lawless, just sticking with you, Tobes, you've had a good window, man, I can't lie. You have had a good window, in my opinion, anyway, already. Perisic, I think he's an out player and I think he's ready. I look at Richarlison and I think that although I prefer Gabriel Jesus, I do think Richarlison's a good player. I don't know yeah. what it will play first team football for you. I imagine you, you'll stick with your front three, but he's going to come and, come and do play, bits he'll play, around he'll play there. A lot of games. I think he'll play a lot of games. People I agree. He'll still play. With the amount of games that he'll play, I think he'll play a lot. Yeah, I think he will. Obviously, Basuma looks like Jed Spence is probably going to happen at some stage. That mm -hmm. that's a good window, man. You have got to be happy so far, bro. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, I don't want it to stop though. I still think we need another centre back, ideally this window. And if we can, let's try and get that fifth piece in the midfield. It's a lot. It's a lot of signings, seven signings. But listen, we were starting from a really, really bad position, and we every most Spurs fans I spoke to going into this window were saying it. We, min, we said minimum we need five, six players. <laughs> Six minimum. That's what we were saying. No, I, we think, I think we're in the same boat, boat, mate. I think both of us. So, um, before I come, Lawless, I asked Lawless this earlier, and I had to ask you, what would your dream sat, uh, dream scenario be now? Your dream window to finish it off for you, Tops. I thought you were asking Lawless, not me. No, 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 no. I you asked Lawless earlier. Asked earlier. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. 
Nah, you're cool. What would your dream scenario be in terms of Tottenham's transfer window? Uh, my dream scenario is we sign Bastoni to play left centre back, and we sign um, a goal and passing orientated midfielder as our fifth midfielder, someone like a Madison or Tielemans or someone like that. Um, that would be my dream scenario. If we could get Bastoni, that would lock down the left centre back spot in our team for years to come. Um, but I'm also understanding the fact that it's going to be difficult to get him out of there this summer because obviously Inter have decided to sell Skriniar instead of him. But yeah, my dream scenario would be adding like definitely Bastoni and midfielders like like Madison or Tiedemans into the team. People who can pass with pass with verticality consistently and people who can score with either feet. So yeah. Yeah, fair play, man. Luckily for me, I can't see them players coming to you, so I hope that I'm right. But yeah, I can see why they'd be a dream scenario, man. Uh, Lawless, to finish off, mate, Tottenham, talk to me. What do you make of it? I know you hate them pretty much as much as I do, so uh, you must be annoyed with their window as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to say that, you know, they've they've had a good window so far. You know, I was, funny enough, we had... um, a Spurs fan coming into our watch along for a preseason, which is hilarious. Like, I haven't given it right, but we sort of talked a bit about Spurs when I was saying because the thing is, Nikki was saying to uh, to me, like, oh, they've too many players, too much change. But I think that they've got a good core there that the new signings probably won't unbalance the team or upset the, the balance of the team too much. Where it is going to feel like, geez, there's all of this change, you know. I agree. All of a sudden, um, so I think that that is going to really work in their favor. They've still got plenty of time. I don't know whether they're just going to do, you know, get all these signings in early and then like this quiet last two weeks where like Spurs fans are going to be going out of their mind. But if they do keep a steady pace and they still use the, the rest of the time remaining, they could be, you know, a real dangerous proposition next season. You know, like I said, mm. Conte, you know, he's a, he's a quality manager and he can attract quality players. So, you know, and, and if the money's there, they took out that, that big loan or that whatever that was, that, that, that big amount of money. So it seems like they probably could still have a bit of money to spend. Selling Bergwijn for 30 mil, good I think business. it is. That's yeah, very like good business. Really, really good business for them. And if they put that straight back into the team and strengthen, they probably should be taking a bit of a leaf out of uh, West Ham's book and signing these these gems from the championship and all of this to to come and and maybe not be the players that are going to come in straight away. But I think that's where I look at Spurs, right? And I think their biggest sort of weaknesses when I look at the future and bringing in youngsters and things like that, because their their academy and and the young player side of things it don't impress me. Yeah, it don't impress me much. It's funny you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned that because we literally had two of our academy players right now who were part of the team who that won the under 19s and Alfie Devine was one of was one of England's best players. Obviously, we brought him from Leeds. I do agree with you. Our academy, we've not really had much to write home about. But Skip came from our academy, and I know Potts will make his jokes about Skip, but Skip is actually a. Um, no, I don't mind him. I just always de- you know, you yeah, know my joke. He's a he's a he's a decent player to have in the squad, and I think he'll he'll provide good competition and good depth for us this upcoming season but you got Dane Scarlett there as well we signed Brian we let's not forget we signed Brian Hill and um Pape Mate Saw two talented youngsters who don't have necessarily the frame or physique to play in the Premier League right now but they're both most likely going to go with us on our pre-season tour to South Korea so 
we'll see what's what. We definitely have some young Gs coming up. But if you look at the players we signed, we've had a blend. Richarlison, 25. Basuma, 25. Um, even Bastoni that we were targeting, he was 24. Um, Longley, where we've signed, 27. Um, I feel like Spurs needed to start signing some of these players who could have that balance between the here and now and something to give in a couple of years' time because we've gone we've gone for a period. We signed Lacelso when he was 22, 23. We signed Ndombele when he was 23. We signed Sessignon when he was 19 years old. We signed um who else did we sign? I'm trying to remember. But we've we signed Joe Rodon when he was 21 years old. We've we signed Bergvan when he was 21 years old. We've been through the process of signing players or thinking, oh, they're going to be X, Y, Z in three, four years' time. Let's give them time to wait. No. We have a manager who's who's trying to compete right now. That's the difference. He's, he's got, we need he's got the a team short, that's ready to win he's now. Got, he's yeah. got a short shelf life. So we need a team that's equipped to do the business now whilst also future-proofing ourselves. In the f- and I think if you look at the if you look at the underlying spine of our team, Romero, 23, um, Benton Core, 25, or um Basuma 25, Skip 22, um Sessignon 21. Um, if we sign Jed Spence, 21 years old, um Kulisevsky, 22 years old. Um, if we get in obviously Richarlison, 25 years old, um there's 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 something to work with there. So mm. I still Yeah, I mean, no, more, fair play. Fair play, yeah. man. And I'm with I'm with you in terms of Conte wanting to win now. He's not going to look at one of the youngsters who's going to be good in five years. He's going to look at the Perisic's and the Canes and the Suns. Even yeah. the ones that are, like you say, 25. The Richarlison's a good signing. Bissouma is a good signing because they're all ready now. I don't think you're doing what we're doing and that's in five years we're going to be sick. We've done that already and it didn't work. We've done that a couple of times, as I've said to you boys mm. before, and it hasn't worked. So I can see what you're trying to do and I think it's the right way to do it, in my opinion. Um, if we do that time, though, go on, I was going to say, like, if they are getting all of their, these these main targets now and they've got time, why not then invest in the academy at the same time? So you have these 19, 18, oh, 19, 20-year-olds that can start we, being developed. We have, but that's the thing. We, we have we have invested in the academy. We still need to make a decision on Alfie Devine, whether he goes out on loan or not. But we have Alfie Devine, 19, Dane Scarlett, 19, Brian Hill, 20, 20 I think he's 20 or 21. Um, Pap- Pape Mate saw 20 years old. So is Scarlett have- the striker? Is he the striker? Scarlett, Scarlett, striker. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we have we do have some talent coming through coming through right now as well. So I think I think we've done I think we've done a bit of both. You got the Carab- I think when you look at the Carabao Cup, I think that could be a time for you, a competition where obviously you, you want to try and go and win it because you haven't won anything in a long time. But at the same time, some of those early rounds, you're getting League Two sides where you can really look and go. Let's give like a twenty-year-old, a nineteen-year-old a chance, some experience with that with some of the heavy hitters. That's Maybe, kind of we want to. But the whole per, the whole point of what we're doing is we want to build a squad that can that can compete now. And mm. if there's no space for those young G's right now, then there's no space for those young G's. I right agree. Send them out alone. We we we've invested a lot in them. Brian Hill cost us twenty-five million euros plus Lamella. Pape Matisar cost us around fifteen million. I firmly believe that these players are in the club's plans going forward. Um, um, in addition to Alfie Devine, who we picked up from Wigan, and then of course Dane Scarlett is is one of our own from our academy. So I believe that these players are rated by the club, and the club are actively um, focusing on how they can best develop these talents. But we're also trying to win. Last summer, uh, my critique of our business was we 
we because we last summer the mandate was to trim was to bring down the average squad age because it was quite old bring down the average squad age and add in some top quality and we brought down the average squad age but we didn't bring in the top-notch quality Romero was the only player we signed last season who was who was worthy of starting week in week out Emerson Royale who we signed 22 years old again another one um, from Barcelona how did he turn out so there you Sessignon. go. I remember Sessignon was the big one. Everyone was like, oh, Sessignon. He was. I remember, that, I remember that. He was. I, like, was I, I, I didn't mind him signing the Sess, to be fair. Um, he, he played He played really well towards the end of last season. But yeah, he's been... Listen, the, the less yeah, I say yeah. on Sessignon, the, the better it is. Yeah, man. I, I don't, I'm not so sure that's where I get... Uh, one to finish off for the stream is for you, Tobes, on a player you know a lot about and like. Uh, and Don <laughs> Bele, what's happening with him, man? Can Conte work his magic... Because he thinks the talent is there. Thanks for your comment, Ace. So, Ace, I'm not going to answer your question now. And I'm not being rude. I'm saying that because I wanted to plug my upload. That's what I was doing on my phone whilst we were doing this. Cool. So, I've cool. literally just dropped the video now. You do it, man. Um, like an 11-minute video um, talking about Longley, but also talking about Endombele as well and whether he deserves a second. It's not even a second chance. It will be like a fourth chance at this rate. So, um, check that out if you can on my channel. It's a quick watch, and you get my thoughts on Endom. He's not good enough for the Prem. I'll, 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 I'll take that there. He don't deserve no chance. He's not good enough for the Prem. Ship him out. Get rid. That's it. I don't, I don't think that's. I don't, I don't think that's a bad opinion, to be honest. I don't think it's worked. I don't think it's worked with a lot of money. I still, I, think I, still, was... I still think he's a baller, man. I can't even lie to you. Yeah, I know you're a fan. I know he was over uh, 60 million, so it's a lot of money, but I just didn't, I didn't think yeah. it was working. Didn't think that, he was that working. That could be another it's, player. It's like we, we, we talked about Pepe, like big loss, but that's another player that Spurs could, could take a big loss on yeah. the end of the league. I mean, look, I, I, I joke, obviously, you know, in France, he went back to France. He, he was decent. Yeah, he got his little tap in against us. Um, you know, good for him. But, you know, that could be a good fit. He can play. For a club like he can play for the Leons and stuff, which is a good level because you know they're a good team. Um, but I think as far as it's the Prem, you know, he's yeah, it's not not cut out. No, I, I, I do do quite agree. He can't, can't worked for him. The thing is, one-off games we've seen the quality. He's had man of the match performances for us in the league and in the Champions League. But the problem is, he can't package this together over the course of full season. He'll play well for a good stretch if he's starting week in, week out, and then he'll just dip in form. Like, there's no... You can't depend on Ndombele. Like, he's not reliable. And that's the biggest concern. He's just not reliable. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, boys, this has been a class stream. I love having you two on. Love chatting with you both. I'm going to let you both go because we've been on here long enough and I know you're busy people. Uh, Lawless... Get people to your channel and your content, mate. What are you up to? Yeah, obviously at the Lawless, you know, uh, on Twitter. You can come and come and chat to me there. West Ham Fan TV. We just did a watch along. Friday Night Pine is currently going on live at the moment. So you can jump there afterwards. Um, yeah, and we got all of that going on. Obviously, London Club's car Carnage. Tobes, do your homework on Flynn Downs. I expect you to come in with, with a, a report. Yeah, I next. don't care. I'm not. I'm not going to come in with a report. I don't really care. Go and, I'm not, go I'm not and watching. do your go and do your research. I'm not Get watching West Ham's business, but I'll do some research on Flynn Downs. Yes. Yeah, and then we then we can see what's what. 
We will indeed. Uh, guys, head over to The Lawless on Twitter. Go to West Ham Fan TV. It's in the description. Link to it. And Tobes, uh, your link is in the description as well. At Tapping you, Tobes, you're doing well, man. Um, I must say, you are, I jumped on the other night. You and Ferd were talking some sense as always. Uh, I love supporting what you guys do. Even though you're a North London rival, I love your <laughs> content, man. So, uh, Tapping Thanks, Tobes, people, get yourself over there, man. Uh, you're heading for 9K now, subs, yeah? Yeah, man. I just need to get it now. I've been stuck on eight point whatever for time, man. Just get me. I feel like once I get to nine, then it'll be easier for me to get to ten. Bang. So Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. Listen, everyone watching, do us a favor. I want you to do three things. Smash a like on this video. Subscribe. We're on the way to 3K, which I'm really humbled by to get to that That's in the sick. first month. Really, That's really sick. happy. So thank you, man. I really, That's really mad. appreciate it. One month. It. Fucking hell. You're blitzing it. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, my yeah. man. I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that people are coming to watch it, but if they keep coming back, I'm going to keep doing content, man. So thank you mm. guys in the chat. Absolute mad uh, for you to do that. But please come over to Tapping Tobes as well. Smash a sub on his. Smash a sub on West Ham TV. And smash a sub if you haven't done so already on this. Uh, thank you all for watching. Take care, and we will see you next time. Take care, guys. Peace.